All right, hallelujah. And now, if everybody can hear me, hoping you can hear me, turn to Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12, and I will be doing this uh, verses 34 to, to 37. I just want to make sure we're set. Okay. She says, oh, okay. Okay, if you're on a console, then you won't be able to hear me. Okay, I think she got off and she may be calling back in. Okay. All right. God is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. So, Matthew chapter 12, <clears throat> verses 34 to 37 reads like this. O generation of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things. And an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they may give account thereof in the day of judgment. For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. Notice it says, by thy words you'll be justified, according to how you talk, and by your words you will be condemned. God is telling us that your words are important. It seems to me like there's been an argument lately. Um, in the Christian uh, world about, shall I say it that way, in, in Christian family, about whether or not you can speak things into existence. God says that we can. By This tells you right here in Matthew chapter 12 that what you speak, God is going to, you either get blessed or God is going to hold it against you. Amen. And as Christians, we must be careful of what comes out of our mouths. We wouldn't want to mislead anyone, especially the babes in Christ. Babes in Christ may get confused, so we have to be very, very careful of how we talk and what we say. The Lord came to me and spoke audibly. And I don't hear him audibly much. I've only heard the Lord speak audibly a few times besides calling my name in my entire life. And he came to me a few nights ago and said, I am here. Amen. Letting me know he is here. And then showed me in a vision of an empty box, an empty space. And his hand reached into that empty box and pulled out something from nothing and sat it on a shelf. And when I looked on a shelf, they were two, um, not parentheses, what are they called? Uh, I don't want to say parentheses. Um, and God is showing me we have to be careful with our words. And so what he showed me, um, I'm showing you. And... God tells us in this scripture to watch our words. Be careful of how you speak. Your speech reveals your character. That is very, very important. Your speech reveals your character. And I do believe that in these days and times now, something new 
has begun. The Bible says in the end times, people are going to get offended easily. And I honestly believe that if you thought that offense has already started, it has, but it's hitting harder now. Love is waxing cold. Offense is running rampant. People get offended so easily. The intonation of what you speak is being taken wrong. You can say something and mean one thing, and someone can take it a totally different way, and it could cause a falling out. So when you speak, don't speak so freely. I feel like the Lord is telling us not to speak so freely. Um, you know, even in, in, even in Israel, you know, there's words that we use here in the United States that Israel doesn't even use. They don't need them. We have what they call an excess of words. We speak words that aren't needed. So if there's anything that you're saying to people, you know, you've heard people say, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. This is pertaining especially for these times, for this day and these times. Be careful because people can read you by how you speak. Now, I'm not telling you that you can't laugh and have a good time and enjoy your life, but be very careful when you quote. That's what they were, quotes. When I saw God, God reached into the box and pulled out from nothing. He reached into an empty box and from nothing and pulled out quotes and sat them on the left-hand side of the box. There was a, a shelf on the left-hand side of the box, a little shelf in the air. That's the only way I can say it. And he, he sat quotes. And I want to also tell you, when you quote someone, please, I have a feeling, I want to tell you, please be careful how you quote someone. If someone said something, don't try to um, say that it was from you. Make sure you put quotes around it. I have a feeling there is going to be a lot of offense going around. And when you say something, make sure that you have studied that thing before you claim it, amen, because you will be held accountable for everything that is coming out of your mouth. That is the message. How do you talk? That's the message God is telling us. He's telling it. watch how you talk. How do you talk? Think of how you talk. And and I'm not doing this in an accusatory type of way, but Just think of how you talk. There are some people, we have different ways of talking. You know, there are some people that uh, are shy, timid. How do you talk? Too too flighty? Are some people too flighty? Have you ever seen a person that just talks so flighty that they just say whatever they want to say whenever they want to say it? And they don't, uh, they're not concerned about the outcome of what they've said. Uh, Too freely? Some people speak too freely. You've got to be careful of that. God gave us the word. He gave us the Bible for a reason. We are to talk the way he talks in his word. The only thing in this entire existence of ours that is the truth is his word. That's why you hear people saying, and it's in the Bible, God is not a man that he should lie. That tells you right there, men lie. Human beings lie. 
So if you want to be right all the time, use the word. Use God's holy word. What about cursing? What about cursing? Do you curse when you talk? Some people have a spirit of cursing. Do you curse when you talk? Cursing is negativity in action. And if you think about it, when the only time that Jesus cursed, without even using bad words, the only time he curses is when he cursed the fig tree, and the fig tree didn't produce fruit. Think about it. When Jesus cursed, okay, we're not just necessarily talking about bad words. We're talking about when, when Jesus, you remember the story in the Bible when Jesus cursed the fig tree. What happened to the fig tree? It dried up. It died. So what do you think happens when you're cursing out your children, when you're cursing out your loved one, your husband, your wife? What do you think happens when you cuss at them? Does it make you feel big? Does it make you feel important? You are causing that relationship to dry up and die the same way the fruitless fig tree did. We are supposed to speak life as a child of God, as a believer in Yahweh. We are supposed to speak life into every situation, every single situation. If Jesus told us to pray for our enemies, how can you still be cursing? Now, everybody makes mistakes. Nobody's perfect. The perfect one is sitting on the right-hand side of his Father in heaven. I'm not talking about making mistakes. I'm talking about purposely, things that are purposely done. There's a thing called blasphemy. You've all heard blasphemy. And when you look it up, you find that it is to defile, to sin against the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit of God by not taking him seriously. You have no reverence. You could care less. No respect for God. That's blasphemy, a lack of reverence for God, sacrilege, desecration, cursing, swearing, and profanity. And we have to be very careful of some of these jokes that we hear. We have to be very careful of what goes into our eye gates. We have to be careful of what comes into our ear gates. Amen. We have to be very careful. You don't want to blaspheme the Holy Spirit. Mockery. There's something called the spirit of mockery. Mocks people, especially us as Christians. The spirit of mockery mocks people, makes fun of people. Cracking jokes all the time is not a Christian way to live. The Bible even speaks about I jest. You hear people say, surely I jest. It speaks about jesting. You know, we are not to jest. Amen. So be careful how you talk. Amen. Uh, When Jesus spoke to the fig tree, he cut off the life of the fig tree. Some people wonder why their relationships don't work, because they are cursing the relationship. It dries up and dies. And this is what you do when you curse. You cut off the life of the listener or the one who is being cursed at. You cut off life. Amen. That is not uplifting. That is not encouragement. 
that is not good. And verse, the next verse, verse 34, I'll read verse, it says, O generation of vipers, how can you being evil speak good things? For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Jesus calls them vipers. Are you a viper? Would you want Jesus to call you a viper? No. Amen. And then verse 35 talks about the treasure of the heart. It says, a good man out of the good treasure of the heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. What treasure do you have in your heart? What's in your heart? What kind of treasure do you have? Vanity? Are you a vain person? Evil? Do you think evil things? Do you watch evil things? Do you hear evil things? Evil talk? Empty, useless, futile, conceit. Are you conceited? Undue pride? Do you have pride within you? The Bible says that God resists the proud. And you surely don't want God to resist you. Amen. Verse 36, but I say unto you that every idle word men speak, shall uh, they shall give account thereof in the day of judgment. Every idle word that you speak will be judged of God in the great white throne judgment, which Revelation mentions. God is going to hold you accountable. Please be careful how you speak. The world needs to see a difference in us as Christians. <clears throat> if, if the world, Jesus died so that men can be free and joyful and happy, so that men can live without sin in eternity in heaven and on the new earth, in the new city. And if the world does not see or hear a difference in us, what good are we? We are supposed to be different. We are supposed to be a light on a hill, a lamp. They, we are supposed to be an example. Listen, the way you talk, are you an example to other people? I believe that God has me teaching this tonight because there's somebody who is here, and you're not here by mistake. It could be one person. It doesn't have to be 12. It doesn't have to be 15. It doesn't have to be three. It could be one person. There is somebody here. God is speaking to you. He is about to use you, or he has already begun to use you, but you must watch how you speak. People are watching, and they will hold your language. They will hold your words against you. There is a scripture in the Bible. I can't find it now. But there is a scripture in the Bible <clears throat> about how the Pharisees and the scribes tried to, I don't, someone probably knows where it's at, they tried to capture Jesus by his words. See? Amen. Amen. you got to watch. People will talk you into a frenzy if you don't watch your words, if you don't pay attention to what you're saying or what you're doing. They tried to catch him by his words. People are slick. The enemy is slick. Evil, wicked generation. 
Amen. People are slick. Every idle word. Don't follow the hype of quick and smooth talkers and vain babblers. There are some people who are very, very good talkers. Very good. They speak well. They use a lot of words. Some people use big words. You ever hear people like that? There's a difference between big words and good words. There are some people that can use words to their own advantage. Be careful of smooth talkers and vain babblers. It is not good. Restrain your tongue. Amen. Restrain your tongue. Don't talk if it's not necessary. If it's not edifying, you heard me say this, uh, encouraging, uplifting, do not talk. I'm telling you, the enemy is out there. He knows his time is short. He is using intonation to make people fall out. And if you're about to say something that you feel is not right or the timing is off, do not say it. Be very careful. Learn to keep things to yourself, all of us. We have to learn to keep things to ourselves. Restrain your tongue. And we see a lot of uh, scripture in the Bible that tells us about how wicked the tongue can get. You can train everything in the world. You can't train the tongue. Yeah, have you ever seen a person, I'm sure you've seen people like this, and this is my last uh, point I'm going to make here. Have you ever seen a person who has nervous chatter? When they get nervous, they chatter. They talk. Have you ever gotten nervous and you feel like you have to talk because it's either too quiet or an uncomfortable situation? Don't say anything. You don't have to say anything. God says trust him. When when he wants you to say something, he said open your mouth and I'll fill it. When he wants you to say something, he'll have you say it. Instead of shutting up, they feel like they have to talk. Relax and let go and let God. And there's even some people, you have to be very careful of the medication that you are on. There's medications that provoke mindless chatter. I don't care if you are on the medication because God, one of his names is the great physician. I'm not knocking medication. That God is the great physician, but you have to be very, very careful of how the medication makes you act. There are people who have mindless chatter, and they say things that are not needed, and it provokes someone, and next thing you know, somebody's falling out. And there's a couple scriptures here. I want to read a couple scriptures. The first, if you want, if you have your Bibles with you, turn to Psalm 34:13. Amen. <clears throat> Psalms thirty-four, fourteen, and I'll read it to you as soon as I get there. Amen. And it says, "Depart from evil, and do good. Seek peace, and pursue it." I want you to hear these messages from these scriptures. I have five, I think, here. I want you to hear these messages. And this is depart from evil. Do good. 
Okay, seek peace and pursue it. These are the messages God is telling you tonight. If someone out there right now is doing evil, God is telling you to stop. You've been warned. If there's someone doing something that they know they shouldn't do, as of right now, you've been warned. Proverbs 13.3. Proverbs chapter 13.3. I'll read these. There's five messages I do believe is for somebody here. He keep he that he that keepeth his mouth keepeth his life, but he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. That's Proverbs thirteen three. You ever hear you ever hear the saying that says loose lips sink ships? How many ships have you sunken? <laughs> Say that three times real fast. Amen. Okay, let's do Proverbs twenty one twenty three. <clears throat> Proverbs twenty one twenty three. everybody. Whoso keepeth his mouth and his tongue keepeth his soul from troubles. Amen. James, in the back of the Bible, by Revelation, James, chapter 1, verse 26. In the back of the Bible. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue but deceiveth his own heart this man's religion is vain think of different ways that you can deceive your own heart by going your own way doing your own thing saying whatever you want to say whenever you want to say it just do it Nike check amen that's not the way to do things Bridle your tongue. Bridle your thoughts. Do not get caught with an evil heart. And then First Peter, next book, chapter 3, verse 10. And this is uh, the last uh, message I have. But the last one, First Peter, chapter 3, verse 10 says, For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they may speak no guile. You've heard it from me. You've heard it from the Lord. The Lord is speaking to you tonight. If you haven't accepted his son, Jesus Christ, as your Savior, accept him now. Will you accept him now? Ask him to help you. He will be your help. The Holy Spirit of God is your teacher. Jesus is your Savior, and God is the creator. If anybody wants to accept Jesus Christ, you can feel free to email me at revessi at yahoo.com. That's R-E-V-E-S-S-I-E at yahoo.com. That is the message for tonight. Refrain your mouth, refrain your tongue from evil and watch your words. In Jesus' name, to God be the glory for the things he has done. God bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine down upon you, to shine upon you and give you peace. Good night.